no boy ever brings me food. They never do. I'd be like, you bought me fucking burger. Even if it was in fucking McDonald's, I would still be like, oh, nice. Oh, I'd be super excited if you brought me McDonald's. You bring me some French fries? Man, we're friends for life. Some some- <laughs> yeah. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the final girl. Hi guys, welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. I'm Terry. I'm Julia, and this week we're talking about 2014's A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. The title of this episode is I'm Dracula. And yes, I want to suck your blood. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And the, ta- <laughs> the tagline for this movie, the first Iranian vampire western. I'm sold. I'm like, yep, sign me up. Literally, what could you not want in this? Like, I I'd ever, I want all all of it all of it. I was like, you had me at Western anyway. Like anything, like even like I love it. Like Star Wars is a freaking Western to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Though, like it's like I love I love old timey westerns. I love new timey westerns. I love this shit. I'm here for it. So this and was, vampires. Yes, and this was written and directed by Anna Lily Armipour and uh, produced by our friends over at Spectre Vision, who we uh, shout out to you guys because you're you make hella good shit. Uh, there are actually graphic novels uh, for this film that that delve deeper into what is happening, uh, which I should seek out because I enjoyed this film uh, fucking immensely. I am so glad because I also I was like shocked. So I was like, of course, we have to cover this because I cannot believe Julia freaking like goddess of, of horror had not seen this yet because this movie just it just rocked my socks. I remember just being really floored. Um, I remember watching it with our friend Dana and I was like, we literally were like, we're, we're hanging out. Like, we're just going to hang out for a night. We're like, put on something on Netflix. And we were like, she's like, I heard this was good. I was like, yeah, it looks cool. I had no idea what it was going into it and just like was just delighted. So I'm really excited. Yeah, it's it's, you know, what is more delightful than watching a film that is a unique vision of unlike something you've ever seen before and this is you know this is a i've never seen a vampire movie anything like this at all and just you know it's so beautifully shot and just a really fun and different and uh starts out immediately uh really cool we have our our hero uh arash who is just looking cool smoking a cigarette looking looking he's like an iranian james dean dream so handsome and i love this because i first i remember the first time watching this i had i still like to say i'm like oh it could be any time but i was like i didn't know what the time period was yes and i love a movie that you can't pinpoint what time and space it is right away like we were watching a French movie a couple weeks ago, movie night, and we were like, this could be 1979, it could be 1986, it could be 1995, it could be right now. We have no idea because the fashions are somehow timeless and the and the styling. And I just loved, I was like, this also, I was like, when I read that, I was like, oh, this is in Iran, I guess. I was like, this could be like um, in Modesto or like Bakersfield. Do you know what I mean? It looks uh-huh. like it could be like Western, like parts of California. So um, uh, we see yeah. him uh, retrieving a cat. Uh, and I, this, I really love this as they show him walking with the cat. And as he's walking, the, the footage slows down and the music slows down 
alongside it. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. That's just a, a little like film nerd thing that you go, oh, cool, cool. Pacing, like, yeah, it's golden. Um, and we get the backdrop and that's where we get the settings too of like the oil rigs in the background and like what's what's commodity around here too. Yeah. Uh, we meet Arash's dad who is uh, shooting up heroin between his toes. So that's when you know that you're like, I think, far in the as a junkie if you are not just doing it in your arm anywhere, but you have to cover it up somehow and you are going to the toes and he... Ugh, it's heartbreaking to see this little old man sitting on a floor um, in their in their home. Um, and it's like a one two like it's a one room home. Basically, it's like a one room and then like the front living room and then like a bedroom. And that's pretty much it. And the dad's like on a little thing. It looks like he's got like a little hookah next to him. And then the drug dealer shows up. So this is uh, he is quite a, a, a very scary looking fellow. He has uh, sex just tattooed across the front of his neck. You're like, well, sir, you've made a statement, haven't you? He also Sex has... Sex is the statement. <laughs> yes. He is a pimp. Uh, and he also has uh, uh, the word for pimp tattooed huge in Persian across his forehead. So he's he's letting you know what he does for a living right away. And he's got the craziest haircut you've ever seen on a motherfucker. I'm sorry, but like, right. Like his haircut is like, I don't know what's going on. It's It's like not a good mohawk. It's like... Like he kind of wants, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's it's the the lining lineup of it. It's like the weirdest haircut I've ever seen. It would be interesting to take a character that looks exactly like that and make him like a likable hero. Because whenever you see someone like you know, like you see him, you're like, oh no, you're bad news, sir. Um, but he's I feel like that's like Pete Davidson, right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's his shtick. He's like this this guy with like crazy tattoos and like you know a, a wonky haircut here. Uh, but he's he's um, trying to get money for the drugs that um, Arash's dad is is taking. Um, but the dad can't pay because he can't seem to go to work because he's too addicted to heroin right now. Um, and we learn yeah. out that Arash has a super, super sweet vintage ride. Uh, and there's a little uh, street urchin kid who in the beginning wants uh, him to give him money. He says he doesn't have any. He's like, but you're a cool car. And he's like, I've worked. 2000 days for this car like this is literally this is every penny this is i don't have anything of value besides this car like i live like very meager there's nothing else yeah so of course what is the pimp going to take in lieu of the money but his car so he takes the car and here in in a in this is the universal boy language of punching walls you just immediately and you're like, oh, you just broke your hand. Good job. You're like, this is it's it's, it's nice to know it's everywhere. Has every guy it's done this? Uh, like has every guy I feel like almost every guy I know has punched a wall yes. at some point. Right. And yes. they've like hurt their hand really badly. Yes. What is that about? I Guys, don't can you tell know. us? I don't know like any girls who have punched a wall. <laughs> Actually, no, I take that back. I do. Sorry. Love okay. you out there. If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we um, all, Arash yeah. also has a, a day job as a handyman for a super, super rich family. And he is there trying to fix the TV of uh, the the spoiled princess who he, the daughter of the people he works for. And he's he kind of seems like he might have a little crush on her. Maybe she's like, gorgeous. She's beautiful. But she yeah. seems quite vapid, but you know, she's, she's also, you know, she, they're in Iran and she's, and she's like laying around in kind of a skimpy dress on her bed. And he uh, spies some gold, some diamond earrings that are just 
chilling on her dresser and he thinks about all this money problems he has and how soon they could be rectified by this one thing. Get his car back, get his dad some help, maybe. Yeah. So he spins her this thing about, oh, well, this is going to take some time and I should probably fix it. And why don't you leave? Because it's not right for us to be in the same room together because your parents won't like that. And so gives her the kind of, so he ends up stealing her earrings. Yeah. So it's a crime of opportunity. Yep. Which she's going to know it's you, man. You were in her room by yourself. I mean, I think he's seeing, his thinking is she's so rich and spoiled. She won't even notice they're gone. She won't even notice because she has so many other nice things and stuff too. Like he's like, yeah, she won't miss it. So yeah. Um, so we, uh, when, then we meet our pimp who is. Uh, Saeed. Yeah. Yes. Who is, because uh, in the script and on the, um, on IMDb, it's the characters are the girl, the junkie, the prostitute, the pimp, the princess. So they all have like their little stereotypical titles. Yeah, their roles, their roles, their roles like based on their work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's uh, he's meeting with one of uh, with Addy, who is one of his prostitutes, and asking him for the, asking her for the money that he owes her. But of course, wants her to go down on him first. And uh, when he does, he sees something. Uh, strange, strange figure in his rearview mirror, which freaks but him out. He also, he also negs her, and he's also terrible to her. And like, oh, yeah, like, he is. like, I, mean, like, I just take it for granted that pimps are going to be terrible. I'm sorry, I didn't say. Do I need no, to? Do I need no, to elaborate? Like, or that he's, 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 he's just terrible. writing her about her age and like, oh, do you want to do this forever? But I think this gets to the core of kind of where she's at because she has been doing this for a long time, and she does kind of want a way out. And so this is again, like, I don't know. I feel like our girl here, uh, who's about to come in, maybe. Um, has has a has an inkling about that. So uh, he gets scared when he sees uh, her in the rearview mirror and makes the and pushes the prostitute out of the car and leaves her there on the sidewalk uh, with and doesn't give her her cut either of her money. So he's, he's a nice guy. Terrible. Yeah, he's not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as he's walking home, he passes uh, the girl on the street and they you know she is it is it, as we assume quite late and she is a very young teenagery looking kind of girl alone uh, walking alone and so at first he gives her the just like a, oh hey look as she goes by but then thinks about it and is like you know what though like turns around because he's that kind of guy just like i'm just gonna see what happens maybe we'll see but she's yeah, there the waiting yep. waiting for him like turning looking at him um and look, he walks over he's like eh, so what's up she doesn't really say anything and just Mm-mm. takes her back to his house and she follows and you're like she this girl and this guy do not do not make sense so like what is the plan there's something else going on oh for sure i mean it's like who's playing who right now too uh, you're like uh sh- i don't know uh, this guy I don't, I don't think he knows what he's about to get himself into right now at all no Mm-mm. he seems a very trusting sort just kind of he comes in he has he has his his drug stable right where he has like this giant pile of money which he's going to count in front of her and do a bunch of coke in front of her and then also but she's like she's this little lady like what what's she gonna do you know what i mean though he like completely underestimates this woman um you know he's got his guns out like his pile and pile of drugs like a suitcase of drugs all this money like, yeah lifting weights in front of her and she's just and he's standing like doing there. coke and yeah she's literally just staring at him the whole time like okay like i guess this is the show i'm getting like he's showing his power he's like i i'm strong man i have i i lift weights i yeah. am sexy i, I have can, sex on my neck yes <laughs> i can see i can see if you if you remove yourself from it how you would just watch this performance and go like wow look at him go man he's like really trying to impress me but she's got nothing we haven't heard her say a word so far so she's just been this silent uh figure 
Yeah. And so, um, but she's not just a silent figure. Uh, she, you know, uh, they, they, they're making eyes at each other and she kind of lures him in and she starts sucking on his finger, one of his fingers, like sexual looking. And he's like, oh, all right. Like kind of into it. Like, yeah. Like, like, it's like, do you suck toes kind of moment? Like, yeah, I suck this finger for you, but she sucks it real good. And then all of a sudden she all bites it off. Yeah. <laughs> we get a really, a really cool fang popping out uh, effect in this movie that I really like. Uh, it even after he sees the fangs pop out, he isn't quite turned off yet. He's still he's maybe still in shock, too. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, she chomps his finger right off uh, and then just goes for it and just bites his neck and uh, sucks him real nicely and then just steals his stuff as well. So yeah. I feel like if you were a vampire, how could you not be a vampire and like a thief? You would always be like, oh, well, look, I mean, they don't need it anymore. Well, she doesn't steal everything. Arash comes to the house and she actually sees him outside and they have a little moment where he's where she sees him as he she's leaving the house because he's going there to try to get his stuff back. And he's like, uh, uh okay. She's covered, she's got blood all over her mouth. Yeah. Like he doesn't say shit to her. No, and she like, looks like she's so stone-faced, right? Like, so it isn't that she looks like guilty that she has blood all over, or that she has like the dead man's CDs in her hands that she's stolen. That's cool. And it's just that moment where like you're not supposed to be where you're supposed to be, and you're not supposed to be where you're supposed to be. So we're just not going to say anything about this. Like we did so not we're see cool each other right now. Yeah. Like strangers passing in the night. We are yeah, <laughs> north by northwest. You know, yes. like having uh -huh. a moment. And so um, it's 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 the it's the uh, criminal's understanding. So he goes into the house and he's like, oh, okay. Like he thought he was going to have to go like fight for this because he's got the earrings to go trade and stuff. But he's like, oh well, I guess I don't need to trade these earrings for from a car uh just uh, this guy's dead um i shall take all these things yeah so <laughs> let me have my car keys back first of all second of mm -hmm. all how about this suitcase full of drugs and money that's just sitting on this coffee table so he gets out get away pretty good and you don't even feel bad about it because that guy eh, who's gonna miss that guy anyway right so you're like everybody wins yeah uh so we also see her her right taking the body to this body pit that we flashed to a couple times in this movie that is not really ever explored it's just like she has a body pit there's a hell of bodies in there yeah nobody's been there like she's not trying to cover it up it's like they're just in a pit i think people are not even i think whatever for whatever reason there's that's just the understanding they also like the city you know is islam about it. it's like they're like it's just it's bad city like that's just shit goes down there and people just kind of turn a blind eye uh so uh, Arash, of course, starts selling drugs now that he has. So now he's got all the money. He's got all the drugs. And he's like, what are you going to do with it? You can sell those drugs, but not give any to dad, which is a good move. He just gives him soup. And dad's like, I don't want this damn soup. I want my drugs. Actually, he doesn't say my that. But he says, my medicine, quote, in quotes. We know that's, I just want my drugs. Yeah. And so poor dad is like, he's definitely going through withdrawals. And he doesn't want any of the, of the good stuff, uh, good for him stuff that uh, Arash is trying to give him. Um, yeah, and he's just, he also, dad is so sad. He's like, I should just, says, I should just die and leave you in peace as well because he's just so not well. Um, and to watch your dad, yeah. of course, go through this, uh, and, but you know, he's, he feels like he's in this better place now. He's on his upward mobility. He's got the money. He can get his hand fixed properly now. So he has a cast that he can actually, mm -hmm. um, get better. Mm -hmm. Um, we have this really, uh, cool sequence where, uh, Hussein is talking to Adi the prostitute and he's trying to convince her like she just he just wants to talk to her like can you just talk to me like a human and she's like I, if you got money I'll talk to you but otherwise mm -hmm. no 
and you know he alludes to they had this kind of romantic past of a uh, sort as you can have with the prostitute who clearly doesn't like you very much um and she tolerates she, you yeah she tolerates like, oh, you she just tolerates him as a client yeah uh and so he sees the girl and there's this really nice sequence of she just mirrors everything he does and she doesn't say anything and she doesn't have any change of expression and it's all very fluid and that would be like yeah that would freak anybody out he's like, freaking it's out so because it's little. also like like am i like having like some sort of like drug hallucination like too it's like a weird shadow game like peter panish reminds me a little bit too where it's mm -hmm. like oh i'm just playing with my shadow kind of it's very uh her mood her sense of movement that's what we haven't really talked about too is like very fluid too Mm -hmm. And it just feels like um, a dream, I think, a lot of it as well. And she has a skateboard in a lot of the movie, too. So, like, her movement feels very, very, like, just really smooth. I think um, that's something that you, I, I think, you know, a lot of vampires kind of play on this 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 movement that's otherworldly, that, that you seem like more than human in your movements, that you've your instincts are, are faster and quicker than, than we would. Um, mm -hmm. I think you get that a lot, sense of, with her. Uh, she runs into the little street urchin boy, uh, and it starts uh, asks him if he's a good boy, uh -huh. and you can tell that he knows he's not a good boy. But she's and she's like, "Are you true? The truth? You can tell me the truth. You can tell me the truth." Interrogating him, like, and just putting the fear in him. <laughs> yes, and she's like, "I'm gonna be watching you, kid. Like, you better be good. Yeah, like, it's, don't it's, fuck it's, up. It's like that mm -hmm. Fight Club moment where you're like, okay." the rest of your life now i'm watching you so you better do what i'm going to tell you to do or else i will know and you think about a kid like this i mean she's she he sees her fangs so she know he knows she's not human and right now he realized at seven this thing now says it's going to be watching you for the rest of your life you would really feel that way for the rest of your life like you really you would be like well okay no she just saved a life and changed a life i think right then you know what i mean though it's like okay yeah yeah yeah. no i am gonna be trying to be good from now on and i'm not telling anybody anything like yeah. i am just gonna keep to myself and live my life you, yeah so, so <laughs> it's, it's that thing of you you're you know as i said with like fight club like you're using violence to change somebody's life for the better so is it it's kind of you're using it in an okay, you know, just it's one of those things. She's taking out bad people, right? She's taking out people who really don't quote unquote deserve to be alive, but also trying to help the people who are. Uh, so she has these very interesting movements of, and I think you know, with every vampire, you have what is how are they morally justifying it to themselves that I only oh I only take out bad people so it's okay or whatever your like mental parameters are. Yeah, she's got her code. Like you have to have your own like code, right? So, yeah. So, I, I, and she steals the little boy's skateboard. So, yes, skateboarding vampire with the cape flowing out behind you. I mean, this is the kiss. shot. This is the shot, right? Yeah. Like, that's like, it's, it's, I don't know. This is one that also, I was already sold from the beginning, but this, I was like, okay, yes. holy crap. Like, how beautiful is that? And just the way the cape goes out behind her and just flows in the wind. Um, and ever so beautifully, she just rides that like a slow ride down the hill. Um, yeah. And it's yeah, yeah. time for uh, a costume party that uh, the 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 princess uh, Shada has to happens to be at, where uh, our hero Arash is also there, dressed as Dracula, ever apropos. And yeah, so he made himself a costume. Like I was like, what is he cutting up? There's shot like a sequence of him putting it together, and I was like, I didn't know what he was doing. And then you see later, like, oh, he was making his own makeshift uh, costume. He looked. He looks so hot in this costume. Can I just say how beautiful? I mean, he's got like a little bit of eye makeup on and like the hair is all, like, it's nice. No, I knew Julia. I was like, <laughs> also I knew and I was like, I can't wait for her to see this part because also like we love vampires clearly, like yes. super sexy, super hot. Um, 
and he kills it. Yeah, if, and if the a boy gr- walked up to me in this outfit looking like this with the whole thing, I'd be like, yes, sold. Sign me up. Dex, yeah, like, are we making line. out? Like, what's going on? Like, and what's- also, you're going to sell me ecstasy, so everyone wins. Well, yeah, and they're like, what are you? And he's like, I'm Dracula. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah. he gives his his uh, employer's daughter uh, ecstasy and for his friend, and then she says she wants one more, and he's like, no, no, one's enough. And, she, and then she's like, no, no, this one's for you. Uh, I like this. She says, this pill is nothing without you. It needs you. Just true. It's just sitting there without you, and then you make it work. You make it magic. You're the one that makes the magic. You thought it was the magic. You are the magic. Ha, ha, ha. I kind of like that, too. Yeah. And so he starts to trip out real nicely and is seeing this sexy, sexy lady dancing. And he's like, yeah, she wants me. But no, no, she doesn't. She doesn't want you, sir. And so she, he tries to kiss her and she pushes him away and he gets all flustered and runs out. And now he's tripping out in uh, somewhere. Now he's lost. He doesn't he know where no he is. no clue where he is. Like, stuck wandering. On the, yeah, wandering the streets. Like, just rolling, tripping balls. Like, uh, okay. But everything's beautiful, at least. Yeah. He's enjoying the street lights, the street lamps. Not a sound from the pavement. And they put actual, the those actual terrible <laughs> plastic fangs in his mouth that he just wears for, like, you tell, like, he doesn't even realize they're in his mouth. And He's probably just been grinding with them. They're yeah. probably all fucked up from, like, his, like, jaw grinding with them or well, something at this those point. Those things always hurt. And it would always hurt, like, the top of your, like, where she, just painful, those things. And they look stupid. Mm-hmm. But he, he uh, so oh, I love them. Anyway. I mean, they look, they push your mouth out in a way that's not cute, though. It's not, like, sexy vampires. Like, you look kind of. He Duckish. looks like a sexy vampire, though. Well, that's true. Uh, so <laughs> we, uh, the girl comes by, and yeah, finds him stuck, staring at it. He's stuck, just staring at a street lamp, just yeah, standing if, there. If she hadn't come along, uh, I don't know how long he would have been standing there. It's he would amazing. have been there till the morning. <laughs> uh, can I just, can I just mention, by the way, uh, we, I haven't even said it, which I should have by now. Um, how fucking great this title is, um, and how much terror just the title invokes, and how much of this movie I feel like, if I was a vampire, how much fun it would be to go out at night with no fear. And I was like, I don't know what that would be like. I can't even think of what that would feel like. So That's like, the deal, I, right? I can go out and do anything I want to anyone and I'm not even afraid, but I look like I'm like this fragile little like silver like 23-year-old French New Wave girl. Yeah, like they like they look like she looks like somebody that, you know, like that's why the drug dealer guy is like, whatever. Like no one, no one's no, no one's afraid of her. And they should all be terrified of her, but they have no idea. It's the perfect cover. It's great. It's great. And mm-hmm. it, it just mm-hmm. it gave I was like, oh man, being a vampire gives you such freedom, doesn't it? Uh, except you <laughs> and, have to kill people and drink and, blood and that's and not freedom because not go out in the day and yeah yeah yeah, yeah can, there's a lot of stipulations but he's so uh, he's so sweet and he's such he's freaking out so hard that he has no idea like he doesn't re- register that anything's wrong with her at all even though she does stare in a way that doesn't seem very human it doesn't talk but she he takes her but, hand mm-hmm. and he's like oh you're so cold and then just hugs her and like puts his cape around her. And you can tell she hasn't been held by anybody forever. And just this kind of shock where she would normally just, she just goes in for the kill. But now she's kind of taken aback. And what do you do now? Yeah. And also because of the code we talked about earlier, like she doesn't have deal with nice people that often. She's constantly being like a vigilante. So it's like, oh, well, what am I doing with the confronted with this like sweet person? I guess I don't kill him. We just, I just be nice to him. So she's nice to him. Um, and um, 
she takes him back to her place. She says that he has to sit down. He can't stand anymore. So he she puts him on the skateboard and pushes him back to the house, which is pretty, pretty cute. And so she's got cute. her sweet little like basement apartment. Playing, it's a sweet spot. Playing vinyl. Yeah. And like I love um the records, not the, not the records, but the 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 um posters on the wall, like all the different uh artists. They all kind of look like the artists, but they're clearly not the artists. So I was just like, I don't know if yeah, it was just what was like, up with that Madonna poster? Because it looked like Madonna, but I was like, wait, it's not exactly though, is it? It's not. And then you look at like the Bee Gees poster that's kind of above there, but it's definitely not the Bee Gees, and it's a Michael Jackson poster, but it's not Michael Jackson. So I don't know whether it was just rights and they were just trying to make it look like all those things. Um is it is it Just like for budget? Are they in like a like a parallel universe where like those bands almost exist but don't quite exist and they're slightly different? I love I love this. How like it's so in Stephen King world and there's a, there's one of the parallel universes they have Nazi Cola instead of Coca Cola and so like so that's one of the, like the tricks how you know what universe you're in because it's like the tiny things change. Um, what? So oh my cool god. Game. Uh, but they're so they're so cute, and she she puts a record on it. You know, in, the, in this movie, it, it's I like the pacing of it that it, it doesn't rush. It's not afraid of silence. It's okay with there being these long periods where there's no dialogue, um, and they don't. They you know she when he comes up to her and and she pulls his throat back, and you're like, oh no, has she just decided to do it? But then just snuggles into his chest. You're like, oh, you're killing me, movie. You're so cute, right? And like it's it's that moment alone. It's just like. I just want to hug it. Like, it's just, it's so beautiful and it just makes me miss hugging people too. Um, oh, but it's too. just, yeah, but it's just, but she, you can tell she's tempted for like a split second before, like, as she contemplates it, because his throat, he like literally like bears it as he like throws his head back. Um, it and does look tasty. It, it, I would nibble it. It looks good. Well, you don't want to do that in your own home because then you're going to get blood everywhere, right? That's why you do yeah, it on yeah. the street. Totally. Um, but it's sweet and he, you know, still enjoys that moment and sways in the room. And I like that he like spins the disco ball. She's got a disco ball in there because he's still tripping and he's enjoying the little like mini light show from the disco ball. Just really sweet moments. Couldn't it be said from a point of view, though, that Arash is now a bad person since he down sells drugs? He's I think we put him in like the Robin Hood category. Okay. Do you know what I mean, though? Because it was like, like he's, given, he's not like he's helping other people with this money. It's for his own pocket. And he's just got like the, he wanted to get his car back. Crime of opportunity. I think it's, I, I like it's him. Difficult. It's difficult. I'm just yeah, I think it's difficult when you're dealing with like people who are in like abject poverty. Do you know what I mean, though? And like if, if they're given something, I don't I don't know. That's, I guess, philosophy and moral code shit is something too. But I just don't feel as bad because that like for him, yeah, what he seems to be doing, he's not trying to like make people he doesn't seem to be selling a bunch of heroin to people it just seems like he's selling like the stuff that makes people feel good for a little bit and right. you know forget about who they are for a moment so uh adi who is our prostitute sees the car and thinks that it is the pimp's car but it is now actually arash's car she keys the car so the girl sees it and comes after her and they have a little bit of chasey chase until finally the adi was just like what do you want why are you following me what is this like, are you religious? Like, are you trying to get me to stop doing what I'm doing? Which I just was like, oh, no, this is a great conversation. Uh, and ends up, they end up going back to her house uh, where uh, the girl gives her all of the jewelry that she has taken. So that now she knows that she's the one who did it and killed the pimp. So the pimp's dead. Huzzah, the pimp is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she ends up, because you're never quite sure of, you know, we don't know what the girl's moral code is, right? We don't exactly know where it all stands. So anybody is really up for grabs in this and can go at any moment. So, but mm-hmm. she ends up not uh, killing the prostitute. They seem to have a bit of a, 
a kinship. Kind of a bond, yeah. They're outsiders and don't fit into society and stuff. So she ends up just eating a homeless guy in the alley instead. Poor homeless guy, RIP. You know, anyway, you got to watch, you got to eat somewhere. <laughs> but also I think it's funny because like the, um, not funny, but Addie tried to give, um, to give the girl a plum or something too and was like, it's sweet. And like, she tries to give her food. But then after this too, um, our girl meets up with our guy Arash. Uh, Sexy and, day at the power plant. Yeah, just hanging out by the side of the road and he's got her burger and people trying to give her food. And it's like, no, she, she. She's not going to eat that. <laughs> but again, always good to know what universe, uh, vampire universe we're living in, because some vampire universes they can eat, some sometimes mm-hmm. they can't. But I will say, I am, I would be pretty charmed if someone brought me a burger to my date. Like nobody, if they were like, meet me here and they brought me food, no boy ever brings me food. They never do. I'd be like, you bought me fucking burger. Even if it was fucking McDonald's, I would still be like, oh, nice. Oh, I'd be super excited if you brought me McDonald's. You bring me some French fries, man, we're friends for life. Give some nuggets. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, and oh. I like that he, and, and it's a very, he's trying hard because he likes her and it looks like he hasn't met anyone that he likes in a long time and he's kind of awkward. Uh, but she doesn't really talk, so it makes it hard to have a kind of a conversation. Yeah. And um, he's like, wait, I don't even know your name. And she's like, yeah, you don't know me. And that's it. Like, she's like, but, still but not I, offering a name. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I, I like his answer is like, yeah, we don't know each other yet. You know, like, let's get to know each other. Like, that's not yeah, it's gonna, part, of, yeah. part of it. It's part of what we're doing. Um, and he asked her what song, the last song she listened to was. Hello by Lionel Richie. <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello, hello by Lionel Richie. I know I, in my heart, just lit up. I love that so much. Um, and so then he has these diamond earrings that he still has, uh, which he gives to her, but her ears aren't pierced. So she just gives him a safety pin. and is like, all right, let's do it. Wow. Yeah, well, he also says, well, that's another thing I know about you. You don't have your ears pierced. Just As he's trying to make a little small talk, that was just like charming as hell. It's really but Yeah, cool. it's also a lot of trust. And so gets that lighter out, though, and does the do. And I was just like, oh, oh brutal. <laughs> yeah. And, and the pain of it, the first time it does it, makes her fangs come out, seems involuntarily. So I was like, oh, that's kind of a, a cool thing. Uh, and she, she goes through with it. And now she has, uh, that would hurt. I can't even. Mm-mm. But she there's the moment where like she could, she could almost fall for him, but then realizes what she's done, what she's doing and what, and she says, you know, you don't know what I've done. And he's like, he's like, you don't know what I've done. And she's like, no, but like bad, bad stuff. Uh, and just says, you know, it's the moment where she realizes, you know, she's bad for him and she's going to drag him into stuff. He doesn't, she doesn't want to drag him into and has to like walk away to save him, save him. Right. Oh, if you love him, you have to let him go. Right. Um, but yeah, she's she's not ready to do that. So Arash um is, has to deal with his dad, uh, who is now wigging out in full cold turkey mode, and is thinks all the pictures in the house are looking at him, so starts smashing all the pictures of him and his mom, and then so says, sad. And dad used to be so like kind of handsome. He reminded me like of a young Chris Maloney, like looking at old pictures of the dad, and like like I don't know, he's very cute. Um, and it's just sad to see what he's like turned into. And says that the cat. Uh, is the the mother that the cats the cat has the mother's eyes and so has really uh gone over the edge and so finally arash uh, has had enough and just goes over and throws money and drugs at him and is like okay get out never want to see you again bye and you're like okay good good for you you needed dad needed a kick in the ass but what is dad gonna do immediately is just get fucking toasted on heroin and then go to see a prostitute because we learned that he is that's a, all he knows how to do that's it 
So he goes and he's going to go find Addie, um, our friend and our girl's friend here. And he goes and it's just like he wants her to do drugs with him. And she does not want to do it. But he um, makes her he shoots her up anyway. Yeah, He ties her hands up with the belt. Mm-hmm. So she can't, she keeps saying, I don't want to. And he shoots her up anyway uh, and then takes that needle out of her and puts it right in his wrist, uh, in his wrist, in I have never, I've seen movies where people shoot up heroin in many places, not right into the veins on your wrist. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, it's, he's pretty, in a pretty bad way. But suddenly, our, 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 our hero, girl. our hero slash villain, uh, the mm-hmm. girl comes in and just eats the dad bad, eats him bad. Yeah. So she saves her friend Addie and is like, yeah, we, gets rid of him. And there seems yeah. to be no problem in this world of you sucking blood of people who have just done a t- fuck ton of drugs because I wondered about that too. I was like, oh and shit, heroin, and she's yeah. like, no problem. So I guess not it based. Um, and then they just drag the body out into the street, which uh, dubious. I know that the the prostitute doesn't want the body in her house, but also just take him to the plague pit. Why are you not taking him out there? Just dragging him like kind of down the street. Just maybe hoping no one will notice or or maybe she doesn't realize because also the girl doesn't know who this guy is. Yes. That's yeah. True. She doesn't. So um, I will mark uh, that it is notable that the cat likes a vampire in this. Usually oh, yeah. animal or a bellwether, right? Like they don't yeah. like monsters and strange creatures. The cat loves her. That's true. I didn't even really think about that. That's super true. Um, yeah. Usually they freak out. Um, yeah. And the little boy, uh, our little street urchin, brings Arash to the body because he knows who it is. Uh, and he is okay. This is it. So he's like, okay, well, I got to pack up and, and drive off now because there's it's all all done. They're now. coming. They're coming for me. Yeah, or some or something. Or I need to get out of here. Um, that is definitely his sign. And he even like tries to find it from the little boy. Like, who did it? Who did it? Little boy's got an idea because he knows what's up around here. But he's also had that fear put in him earlier. Yeah. So he doesn't say one word. He's like, uh, 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 I feared me. I cannot tell you. He doesn't even say anything. So. So uh, Arash goes to the girl's uh, place and just kind of sits in front of her door until she opens it, it appears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she wants her to run away with him. And hey, so like, let's leave Bad City. We got to get out of here. Yep. Doesn't want to be alone. And so, it, and, and you know, she has she is such a, a hard character to read because she really is just kind of blank and silent for most of the film. But it, I mean, it, it, it works in her for character. And it's a really cool character choice. But you never know which way she's going to turn because of that. So when he asked her this thing, she could say yes, she could say no, she could bite his head off. Like you really have no idea. You have which no indicators. Yeah. And so, you know, just like him where he's watching her, like what is happening? And then you get that at her as well. Uh, but it turns out that she does want to go with him. But before that, he notices all of the jewelry that she's stolen and also his dad's cat. So yeah. now he knows who she is and what she's done. And I think there's that moment where you think maybe he's not, maybe he's going to change his mind and be like, Oh, well maybe I'm making a bad decision. She did say she was bad. This is clearly how bad, but they both decided to go. Uh, they keep on going. They get on head on the road. Then his sweet ride. Um, we have a beautiful shot of them in the car and the cat kind of in between them hunched on his little haunches in the back, just like just looking beautiful. Um, and he even takes a moment to think about it all for a second and like hops out of the car and it's like, uh, I like that. Cause you, what am I doing? To, what like, am I doing? Like, sh- should I be doing this? Like he's second guessing and like think really, really thinking it through, thinks about it, hops back in the car, grabs a tape out of the glove, glove box, puts on some tunes. 
And then they, they speed off into the sunset together to whatever future you would like to imagine for them. I would like to imagine she turns him and they have a wonderful romance to the end of time forever. We could look at these graphic novels, which I'm sure would tell us the answer to this story. Yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. So I imagine they go on like fight crime in other cities or something. Who knows? I like just, it. Like, I, go to I, discos and yes. listen to good music. Discos. Hell yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, some uh, gore factor. Uh, mm-hmm. One is not enough blood to fill the Dixie cup. Two is a puddle of blood. Three is enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four is a bathtub of blood. And five is run for the barf bag. We give this movie a two and a half for gore, uh, a puddle of blood and a little bit more. Uh, we do get a, a man's finger getting bitten off, which is pretty bad. Uh, and we do uh, get some here and there, but it isn't, you know, a gore fest in any way. It's and also black and white. Not that that can stop things being gory because we've definitely seen some gory, gory black and white films. Hello, eyes for sure. face. Yes, for sure. But uh, but yeah, not a lot of gore in this one. Mm-hmm. All right. But we do have some movie ratings. Um, uh, Chainsaws, one if you're desperate, two barely qualifies as a horror film, three seen worse, seen better, four not too shabby, and five fantastical. This is definitely a full five for me. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I love it. I love everything about it. I think it's beautiful. I could watch it 20 million more times and feel like I see new things and I love it. Uh, This is also a five for me. I thought it was fantastic. I couldn't really find a flaw in it at all. Everything was beautiful. Everything was really unique and is, you know, and this is the kind of horror movie that I want. I want something. I don't need another sequel or another remake. I need something like this. I need something that's original. That's somebody's vision up there on the screen and makes me want to see more by the director i give it yes thumbs up 100 percent, really awesome yeah. super evocative it's just it's beautiful on, on every level so yay we love this movie i'm so glad we got to talk about it. i'm so glad you got to finally see it and me it just makes my heart so so happy just knowing that that's like yeah 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 it's with you now <laughs> it makes me very happy so check us out you guys follow us on you can follow us on all the social medias facebook instagram twitter uh patreon slash horror movie survival guide um you can also um support us by buying merch as well so either on the patreon or buy some sweet swag um there's t-shirts all kinds of good stuff check it out um and let us know what you think about this movie if you love it like we do and next week we're going to be doing something super different from this one too like All I got to say to you right here is this movie written and directed by Julie Delpy. Let me just say that. If that doesn't intrigue you, how about it's about Elizabeth Bathory, our favorite blood countess. This movie is called The Countess. Very excited to talk about it. I love Julie Delpy. I love The Blood Countess. It should be a match made in heaven. History. History. Let's do it. All right. (laughs) See you guys next week for The Countess. (laughs) 